As the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michael, Saul's daughter, looked through a window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she despised him in her heart. 2 Samuel 6.16 Dear God, as the story of David in 2 Samuel 6 and 1 Chronicles 13.15-17 falls on my ears, I will pick up where David left off and praise you, God, whenever I get the chance. I refuse to treat your presence as common and ordinary. Instead, I will honor each moment I get to stand in your presence. In my prayer time, I will make sure that I am uninterrupted and that you get all of my attention as I pursue you and your heart, Lord. When I worship, I am serving all opposing forces notice that the presence of God is with me and before me. Like David, I will be unashamed to worship and praise you for who you are and all that you've done. I will not be like Michael, who was worried more about image than authenticity. I declare that I will not focus on appearance more than substance. I will remain a worshiper, because the one I praise has done great things and is worthy of it all. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with me today. Continue listening for an incredible Bible story brought to you by BibleInAYear.com. Bringing the Ark Home In our last story, we met the mighty men of David. Their character, skill, and devotion separated them from the rest of the soldiers of Israel, and David relied on them as he took back Israel from the Philistines. Now we see David's mission to successfully carry the Ark of the Covenant back into Israel, which proves to be a daunting task, since the holiness of God is not to be handled lightly. Inspired by the book of 2 Samuel. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone.
Hello, I'm Pastor Jack Graham with today's episode of the Bible in a Year podcast. In yesterday's story, we heard about David's mighty men, how they mirrored his own devotion, bravery, courage, and commitment. These men strengthened David and helped him to win many victories in the name of the Lord God. Israel was on a winning streak, defeating Philistines left and right. But David still knew something needed to be set right. The Ark of the Covenant was not in Israel where it belonged. And in today's story, we'll see how David sets this difficult task of moving the Ark. It is no simple task or a safe one. The Ark was representative of God's glory on earth. And as David and the people will learn, God's holiness is not something to be approached casually. So, let's listen to today's reading now. The battle against the Philistines had been won. The dust of war and strife had begun to settle, and it was time for the Ark of the Covenant to come home to the people. David knew this took precision and a great deal of tact. Many stories had been told of men and women dying in attempts to handle the Ark, and David had no intention of losing lives in the attempt of something holy. David arose early in the morning with 30,000 hand-picked men. A holy and fierce procession of warriors trailed the Ark of the Covenant as priests began to carry it. Uzzah and Ahio, two of the priests, carried the cart on an oxen carriage with great trepidation. David brought out his lyre and many members of the group began to play behind them. As the group grew more comfortable, all the men and women surrounding the Ark broke out into song. Flutes, harps, lyres, and drums played into the air. David led the congregation in worship, and they sung praises to God for his great faithfulness. David was elated to lead his people in this way. David would often forget that before he was a warrior or king, he was a musician and worship leader. His heart was warmed by the opportunity to lead the people in song. The celebration continued as Uzzah and Ahio drove the cart into the city. As they were on their way, a bump in the road lifted the carriage, and the ark began to slide off. Uzzah reacted quickly and kept the ark from crashing to the ground. David stopped playing as he watched Uzzah holding the ark. Uzzah turned to David with a grave look in his eye. Before David could say a word, Uzzah fell to the floor and died. David rushed to Uzzah. His lifeless body lay in his arms. David was filled with anger and confusion. How could the Lord kill a man trying to save the ark from falling? David thought to himself. He looked behind him to see the people weeping over Uzzah's death. David remained silent, although his anger towards God ran deep. He did not understand his ways or why a righteous man would die needlessly. David drew a deep breath to calm himself and had the ark of God brought to a house nearby. He kept the ark at the home of Obedidom a Levite who lived on the outskirts of Israel. There it was kept safe, and Obed's household became blessed because of the Lord's presence. David was told of Obed's household and how the glory of God fell upon them in a new and exciting way. David's anger subsided, and he gave in to the confusing nature of God. The Lord had delivered him time and time again, and he was not about to question how to handle the holiness of God's presence. David brought the ark back to Jerusalem, and the entire city rejoiced in its return. David's joy could not be contained. He danced and leapt with joy in the courtyard of his home. David cast off his royal robes and danced among the people as one of them. 
David danced without inhibition, embarrassing his wife Mihao, who watched from the window. How could a king make such a fool of himself, she thought. She despised David's immodesty and made it very clear to him she was displeased. The Ark made its way through the city. David had pitched a tent for the Ark according to the law of Moses. He brought offerings before the Ark and blessed the people in the name of the Lord. All of Israel, men, women, and children, feasted and danced in celebration. God's presence had returned. It marked a new era of peace for the people of Israel. For so long they had lived under the shadow of Saul. The darkness in his heart had seeped into the city, and hopelessness filled the air. But now the Lord's joy was renewed in their hearts. David looked upon his people as a shepherd who had just fed his sheep. He was truly content and blessed to be a part of what God was doing. The sun began its descent and the people made their way back into their homes. David, still humming to the tune of worship songs, opened the doors of his chambers and began to undress for bed. David's wife, Mihao, was waiting up for him. She sat in the corner of the room, arms folded and eyes piercing. David looked at her, confused as to why she looked so bleak on such a joyous day. Ah, the mighty king of Israel, she said with sarcasm in her voice. Oh, how he honored himself today, removing his kingly robes and dancing like a commoner. David looked at his wife, knowing she was the daughter of Saul and expected a different type of king. He gave a slight sigh and said, For the Lord I will become as undignified as necessary. I will celebrate even if it makes me despised in your eyes. Mihao's words bothered David, yet he would not allow them to rob him of joy. He was going to be a different type of king, a king that worshipped, a king that would kneel down into the muck and mud to fight alongside his soldiers, a king that would strip naked before God, a king that would sing loudly, raise his hands, and humble himself before the one true God. We open today's story with a defeated enemy. The Philistines had been driven out, soundly defeated, because God gave David and his armies many victories. This was no accident. David consistently sought God and his favor, and God gave him victory after victory. But David was well aware that the symbol of God's presence with them, the Ark of the Covenant, was not where it belonged. It belonged in Israel, but David knew that moving it would be no simple task. Mishandling the ark would spell death, as it had been for men and women in the past who handled the ark incorrectly. David knew he needed to be careful, but he also was in a hurry to get the ark back to Israel. So rather than call on the Levites to carry the ark on their shoulders using wooden poles as God commanded, David summoned two priests to carry the ark on an ox-pulled cart. He also gathered 30,000 warriors to form a procession to protect the ark on its journey from the house of Abinadab, whose sons were going to guide the cart to Israel. David, the former musician, went with the people playing the harp and leading the people in worship. His intentions were pure and his heart filled with the joy of the Lord. But then, along the way, the oxen stumbled. Uzzah, who was next to the cart, pulled out his hand and touched the ark, afraid it would fall over. But touching God's holy presence was a clear violation of God's law, and God struck this man dead immediately. Though his intentions were good, he had grown too casual around the ark and failed to show God 
the reverence that is required. It was a reminder that God's holiness is serious. But David was angry and didn't understand why God would do that. So he left the ark at the home of a Levite. God blessed that home, and after some time, David resolved again to take the ark to Israel. This time, the Levites bore the ark all the way to the city of David. David, along with all the people, was ecstatic, rejoicing before the Lord. He threw off his kingly robes and danced without inhibitions. He wasn't dancing for appearances or for pleasure, but for his God. His wife, Michael, saw him, and she was embarrassed. She chastised him when he got home, but David didn't care. In 2 Samuel 6.21, we hear his response. And David said to Michael, It was before the Lord who chose me above your father and above all his house to appoint me as a prince over Israel, the people of the Lord, and I will celebrate before the Lord. God deserves our praise and our worship, even when it is exuberant and enthusiastic. That's what David understood as he danced without inhibition or fear of embarrassment. He was dancing before and for Almighty God because the ark was finally home where it belonged. David was a king who waited on God and worshiped him without reservation and who led the people to do the same. This was the king that God had chosen, the man after God's own heart. And next time, we'll meet a new prophet who will help guide this godly king in God's way. Lord, we truly do worship you with all of our hearts. We are unashamed to offer you our praise and adoration. Help us like David always to give our very best to you with joy and excitement and great love. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Please download the Pray.com app and make Bible study and prayer a priority in your life. And if you enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone you love. And if you want more resources as to how to live abundantly in Jesus Christ, be sure to visit jackgraham.org. God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. 
Hey, I'm here to tell you about Upfaith and Family, the leading streaming service for uplifting entertainment. It's the only place to stream all seasons of the award-winning series Heartland with exclusive content you won't see anywhere else. Binge all of the past seasons and don't miss the season 17 of Heartland and stream a new episode weekly. Dive into the warmth of Heartland and let Upfaith and Family be your go-to service for all things uplifting. Start your free trial today. Go to upfaithandfamily.com for your free trial. Upfaithandfamily.com.